I'll definitely do that. I, it's just been a little, little crazy right now for mm-hmm. me with all the things that's been going on. Oh, I can understand. You like run two to three different companies. Yeah. I can only imagine. And running a family <laughs> is much more difficult than running yeah. those companies, right? Yeah. So I've yeah. got like a small kid. Uh, she's like, uh, she's now turning three on 1st yeah. of April, right? So I've seen her on Instagram. Yeah. 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 She, she, she yeah. takes more of my time than anything else. And you know they say that the one and she should uh, and, and they usually say that right? yeah. the, you will enjoy the kids time until they are like five years right after after five years okay after that yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they, they are their own personality because they will have their own way of thinking they have their own set of friends they mm-hmm. will have the gang and you know? all there was like okay daddy you're not cool anymore you know i don't I don't want to <laughs> hang out with you now. It's it's all daddy because she's like, okay, daddy, daddy, you know, can you do this, daddy, yeah. daddy, and it's just like and it changes. So I want to spend more time during this period because this uh, solidifies her, um, you know, in psychology we have something called critical bias, right? So it's a filter system that every human being goes through. So you and me are essentially different, not by the DNA or the genetic makeup, but the way you have been raised. So your pedigree. That means the way the environment mm-hmm. that you were in and the environment I was in was a completely different environment. So the belief system, the teachings, the 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 mm-hmm. the, the amount of uh, uh, the conviction I have or the confidence or so all that imbibes me as one personality, that personality yeah. is me because of all the things that my parents have taught me and, and the environment that I was mm-hmm. in, right? The same thing goes for you also, right? So everything that has been around you has shaped you the way you are. So there was this famous experiment that was done by, a, I don't remember this on some psychology professor. So what he did was that he took two twins, uh, right? So, well, and then he, same guy, I mean, that's identical twins. So he just uh, moved them apart. And one, he gave a different environment altogether. Another one, he gave a different environment. And I think there was a funny movie in Bollywood also. I don't remember which one was. I was just kind of seeing hmm. this. But just recently, it was uh, coming in. So, um, And then they, what they realized was that the environment makes a lot of difference, even though you are the child of the same parent. But the environment will mm-hmm. completely change you. So it was a pretty um, pretty interesting uh, thing. And, and that's what I believe in, right? So as a kid... During your formidable years, that is, you know, where you are just like a clay, you could be modeled into anything. It, all you have to do is that you mm-hmm. have to give the right kind of exposure environment and you will thrive. And if you don't give the right kind of exposure, I mean, you will not thrive. And uh, which is which mm-hmm. is basically goes back to the human nature. Like, I, I don't know if you know about this experiment also that uh, has been widely talked about that uh, they made this place called a rat heaven. Right. Uh, and uh, where mm-hmm. rats were kept and they were given everything possible, right? Everything possible. Right. And then what they did, they replicated the same same kind of a rat cage. And in that they started injecting or started um, or maybe uh, mixing the water with cocaine. Right. And that's oh yeah, I know that experiment. Yeah. Yeah. And then they hook, they got, get hooked. And they get hooked right away, right? And they get hooked, and they get yeah. hooked to cocaine so badly. Uh, but then what they did was they took the same rat, the same rat who were hooked, addicted to cocaine, and they moved to the rat heaven. The rat heaven had everything. Mm. There are multiple partners, right? And there was an abundance mm. of food. The environment was good. You know what happened? Until mm. it was not no. overcrowded. They did not even touch the uh, cocaine-induced or induced water. Oh, that. 
so it kind of connected to depression and competition yeah, and yeah, all that right yeah. so it kind of proves that your environment is a key for everything as long as you're living in a very mm. healthy environment no amount of depression anxiety or any kind of mental health will do it if you have people who are supportive who are supporting like you you're a very supportive person right you support everybody like you 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 uplift people and that's a very positive thing to do imagine if there is somebody in your life who's always like bringing you down it's there's a toxic kind of yeah. relationship what's going to happen is that you you are you will eventually fall into the trap of mental illness and you you start saying, yeah. okay, I'm having, and it's a serious thing. And I've, I've, I've been hearing a lot from a lot of my friends about this mental health kind of thing. I mean, they, it's a kind of thing where yeah. you, it feels like the energy is sucked out of your body. I mean, you, yeah. you may be yeah. physically be able, but somehow you may not be able to lift anything. You'll not be able to do anything. It just feels like your battery has been completely drained down. And they used to explain yeah. me this concept and I was like, okay, okay, how is it possible? I mean, you are eating good food, eat good food, exercise. That's all that matters. But yeah, but deep down your, your brain is not firing enough serotonin and it's not giving you enough mm-hmm. dopamine or energy or the motivation. So to do anything, and then you just feel, you know, you go downhill. Yeah, it's, it's a, I, I, you know, it's a very interesting uh, field, uh, uh, yeah there there are so so many variables that influence a person that i think it is impossible to calculate i think no parent is going to be uh successful in making a child or growing up a child exactly that he or she wants to because there's just so many variables Uh, i was going through this one guy pbd patrick but david have you heard his name he runs a podcast by the name of pbd podcast and he was talking about three phases uh, of relationship uh, between a son and a father and you and I both know that relationship because I and you have both been sons and now you're a father as well Uh, so that three phases number one is like the kids just idolize their father the the phase that you were talking about you are the superhero and I felt like that about my father as well like nobody is better and then generally during the teenager and all you start to demonize that father because he is trying to teach you something make a man out of you a woman out of you and uh, you you start to hate that and then you start to hate that he made so many mistakes because no matter what you do you're going to make mistakes you're human too and then finally you kind of come to an agreement and generally it happens that's what i've heard when you become a father too that you start to humanize that person, that he was a human too or he is a human too. And uh, you have to accept the flaws of a person. So that's a complicated, complicated relationship. I don't think there's any way to plan it and uh, make it a project and do exactly like you wanted to do. It's kind of like the ideal real scenario, right? You can pursue idealism, but you can only try to chase it. You're never going to reach that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's the thing that everybody they have to go through their own journey, and during the journey they learn, and it's an iterative process, and that kind of shaped us as a human being that who we are, because during the entire mm-hmm. shaping of some people have found out the Eureka moment, and then they've been able to do it early, they've been able to do it late, and some people they've been able to come out of the box and figure out something else beyond what it is. So that hmm. the journey is what would map so makes the human who we are because we we want to we don't know the sometimes we don't know the outcome of what is going to happen we know what is the end goal but we really don't know what hmm. is the outcome and then 
then comes the other variable part of that which is basically the religion and basically all other aspects the spirituality and then all other aspect that comes in because you get struck and then you don't have anybody you're seeking for help you know you don't have your parents mm -hmm. and then you okay okay let me just seek help from a supreme being which is not even there which is possibly omnipresent who's just looking up to us for doing that so there's a quite a lot of things that you go in and then you sometimes you believe in that sometimes you don't believe in that because you know okay i've not been taken care of sometimes you think that oh no because this was a test and it's a, you know it's just kind of goes on and on and on uh so it, it goes deeper deeper layer. Yeah. i mean every time you just try to peel off it 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 gives you this thing but that gives a you know a good point of what you said about like hey dad i know i know better than you right i know i can do mm. that and that is where we are at right that is where we are the age of information is over and the age of mm. knowledge is now there so mm. if you if you look at back in the days right who was the most intelligent person i would say the monks and the pandits i guess or, or the viziers correct so right? the viziers the monks and the pandits because they were able they had access to information that the normal people in the society they didn't have for example when i was doing martial arts in my early career my sensei mm -hmm. used to travel down to mumbai and he would find out books about specific martial art uh, this mm -hmm. thing and then he used to show me all of these books and as a, as a kid i was used to be so excited okay, oh my god i mean he's got this book i wish i can just get a hand of on those books and all this thing because these are like the secret knowledge or wisdom that's out there and all that you have is the techniques maybe the kathas and you know this was old uh, uh, okinawan uh, karate textbooks and all this thing that he would just cover from uh, some places and he would just get those things and so the he was a guy who was holding the keys to the information because he had to stick to i mean nobody had access to it i didn't have access back if you look like centuries ago i mean the pundits right if you hundreds of years ago you had pundits they only knew sanskrit they were able to read and write sanskrit and they were able to access certain specific literature that normal people did not have and we would just put them up in the pedestal saying that hey you are the top tier in the society and you are everything and we are just below you right that's what it used to happen mm. then came the industrial revolution so you have this entire industrial revolution that's going at again the same thing used to happen was people who had information and they had memorized the thing so back i mean this is true back 10 years back or 5 years back anybody who could just spit out the dates the facts and everything from the memory you will say oh this guy is intelligent right he knows his shit because he knows everything possibly about the subject Yeah, right. because he has read through that mm. and then he's just because he's reading all those books right all this information all the different words that a person is, is using how eloquent that person is basically it's all memorization and application again and again but seems smarter correct absolutely yeah. absolutely and and then you would just find oh this guy is intelligent and he's got everything he can do and then that that would set a and again you would put put this guy in, on a pedestal saying that okay then came another set of people right and this is the wave of the education system even in india we just got up like byju's and all other places this is basically mm -hmm. summarizing the content that you had already that you are now able mm -hmm. to access on the internet but now you're summarizing mm -hmm. you're providing analogy like uh, like how you would explain to a five year kid and making it very very simple like it's a, it's the same thing like i when i used to study physics my physics i mean uh, 
it used to be very bad because it was more textual context from that perspective. But when I see Baiju's or somebody else doing that, like Khan Academy, he would just explain it in a manner that even a simplistic way, I mean, a small kid can understand the concept and in a very practical manner. Yeah. So that age came in where people started doing that. And then it was so awesome. Like everybody wanted to be paid. We, we were all consuming all amount of information, right? Because it was so easy. Everybody could understand everything. And mm. then the moment hit when the chat GPT mm. was introduced. Mm. Right? And this, yeah. this is where the large language model, which was trained over yeah. thousands and thousands of data sets over the years, over the years. And it just kind of simplified everything. It just gave access to all those things that creators had, all those things that everybody had into the most simplistic form ever that you can just spin off in matter of, spit out in matter of just 15 to 20 seconds and it will just give you the right context. You don't have to go and browse the internet for everything like how do you, like the researchers that I know, my friends in EY, KPMG, St. Peter, they will just research, sit down and you know do all the research. They will make all the chart and then they will call themselves as the most intelligent guy consultants in the world now, essentially, they've been just replaced by one prompt that I would have to write. And iteratively or incrementally, I'll have to just keep on giving the prompt. And then, voila, I mean, uh, my market research is done. I've got a business plan, how to do a podcast in 2023 and make a lot of money. And it will just spit out every specific thing, topics mm. that you want to do, the audience that you want to cater to, who you want to do, how you want to talk to, what are the best possible, because it's got learning from every single piece that's out there on the internet hmm. so, yeah. yeah that's what te technology has always done right uh, eliminate the repeatable works eliminate the manpower based work i mean if i want to find out the most trending hashtags to make an instagram post i can do either of two i can either do a research of three hours or i let chat gpt do the research and give me the answers based on the questions so I I still I st it's not like it's it was there it is still there that there are websites which are charging you nine to ten dollars a month to give you those trending hashtags, but this platform is like Google it's the next revolution. Yeah. Uh, that is the main reason I wanted you to be over here. A uh, few of you guys who do not know this, Aditya has a huge background in cybersecurity, and uh, he has spent decades in the domain, and I would imagine. Uh, he's the most appropriate person to talk about this. We just got into it. I didn't even ask if your your camera is recording or not. Is it recording an audio and video? Still recording? Or yeah. you haven't started yet? No, it's recording. Oh, it's recording? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So we are just going to get into it. So can you explain to a, to a layman what is ChatGPT actually? Because I came across it a little bit late. Only, only a few weeks ago, I read about it or started going through it. And then that's when I reached you out to explain it in a better manner. Okay, uh, from a simple perspective, a chat GPT, um, GPT here, not many people know about it, it stands for Generative Pre-trained Transformer. Okay, um, a transformer is a way how you train something, right? So if you look at a baby, the way babies identify certain things, they will use either a classifier system, basically you give them certain things, you give them an apple, you give an orange, and then you say, that, okay, what is this fruit? And then you would say, this is apple, this is orange. Now you give them different sets of tools or different sets of fruits. 
right? Uh, which may look like a apple. I mean, different sizes of apple. Maybe it's a green apple. Maybe it's a red apple. Maybe it's a red Kashmiri apple, or or uh, maybe uh, other kind of oranges. And then you keep asking, and the baby will just look into that, and then he will remember uh, the shape, size, and the characteristics of that, and then he will just do that. So. This is in a very simplistic term how an AI also learn through a classifier technology method. Right? Mm. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's more of a supervised kind of a training that's being done. So so there so what Chat GPT stands for? I mean, it was from this perspective, is that it's a set of training done on text that's out there on the internet. All the articles, all the ebooks, all the books that's out there, all the uh, all the stuff that's out there on the internet until. 2021 is what they scoured over all this thing and using NLP, natural language processing technique, uh, they have been able to take that and they will be able to understand and train over over the period of time to now understand what exactly everything means. Okay, and they've been mm. able to give you that uh, information. So that's mm. that's essentially what ChatGPT is. So in a very simplistic term, it's nothing but I'm taking a whole set of data with me that is out there. I'm just training the data. Now I can ask questions on data and it not only ask, answer the direct question or logical question that's out there, but it will also interconnect all of the things together and then it will give you an answer. So I know that there are a lot of companies who have been working on artificial intelligence for a long time. It's not like all of a sudden they found out about it. But ChatGPT specifically, who are the people behind it and how far back in the past it goes to where it started forming? Okay, I, I may not be so correct on the history term. Uh, okay. But so Sam Altman, mm -hmm. he's a guy who who started all this together. I mean, I think he started this with Elon Musk um, as his partner. That's what mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. The whole OpenAI, which is the company behind ChatGPT, it started as a non-profit company. Uh, it never started mm -hmm. as a for-profit company. And, uh, mm -hmm. and as you're right, um, AI is not something very new. In fact, AI has been there from since 1980s so or maybe earlier than that. Right. So people mm -hmm. all have been studying about AI in a different manner. And every every decade has been a different set of AI. What changed? I mean, until 2015, if you were told or if somebody would have talked about, okay, there is a chat GPT or this kind of system, we would have said, okay, yeah, maybe, um, you know, would not believe the amount of advancement things have happened right now, the, the day we are living in. Um, so Sam Altman, he started this entire concept of open AI. There was a huge repercussion. During the same time, Google was also working uh, behind the scene. Google had a different approach towards that. Right, so they had their own uh, language model that they were training. So is uh, Microsoft. They they were also working behind the scene on on their own uh, language model. And uh, Elon had a big dream because he essentially is a more of a businessman, I would say, rather than that. Yes, he has a thinking of an innovator and, and a different has a different approach. Mm -hmm. But he thought and he just understood the vision. I I feel he's a he's a visionary guy. I mean, he understands or he sees things that we don't see right now right mm -hmm. so he tried he to... just believes on things that we don't believe in yes we see it too but we'll say ah, that can't happen Very like true. we cannot move faster than light or we cannot time travel and he said oh interesting <laughs> how can we make that happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so yeah i, I feel um 
uh, Elon had this thing, you know, vision, or he had this belief, as you say, that okay, this is going to be, this is going to change. And there's a funny, uh, I think, a conference or a thing with Jack Ma from Alibaba, and he is talking about about AI and oh. this thing, and then and Jack Ma is just like ridiculing him sitting yeah. there and saying, oh, that's never <laughs> going to happen, you know? <laughs> and then yeah. he's saying that, and then he's, it's, it's a back and forth. It's a very funny thing, a funny video. Yeah, in the same one, he, he goes like, uh, Jack Ma goes like, I don't want to go to Mars. I just came from Mars or something, right? <laughs> was that the same yeah. one? I think yeah, it was the same one. one. Yeah. yeah, it's the same one. Yeah, it's yeah. the same one. I mean, I think, I think he got to a point where he, he tried making fun of Elon because he did not believe the oh. whole concept about it. Yeah, because he was talking about the danger or the side effects of having an AI uh, in our life, right? So that that's what he was talking about. And then, and uh, believe me, Elon did a lot of lobbying with the U.S. government in order to regulate the AI because he said it is going to be one of the dangerous things that's going to happen to the human. I mean, unless you don't really take care of that, and we're going to come talk about the safety aspect of it a little later uh, because we just like begin our, our journey about talking about that, but. Yeah, so uh, what happened was they started it off. Now, um, Elon understood that the, the direction that Sam Altman is taking is not the right direction because it could have a potential uh, pitfall in terms of uh, safety. Uh, and this will go to some other direction and it's going to change the way we are living our life today. Um, and then he he spoke it out loud uh, and then he just uh, moved out. And if you see a lot of his Twitter threads criticizing OpenAI and saying that, okay, you know, this is not the way direction that it's going. Sam continued into his journey and he's a very interesting human being. And uh, he continued, he made the company for profit because he wanted to you know, survive. And he continued training. Good thing about it is that he were, he was able to, not many people know about it. He was able to do the right partnership at right time. And the way he did that was he was able to force the partnership with NVIDIA. NVIDIA was the market leader at this moment of time. I mean, not many people would know. Um, today, NVIDIA is a company which is valued at trillion dollars. No other company mm -hmm. in the history is valued more than NVIDIA. And this is not, it's been there from two, three years. Not many people believe. All because of making games? <laughs> Yes, it's a gaming company, right? It is a game because <laughs> at least it started. Nvidia, yes, they they used to make those chipsets, the GPUs, so that it can empower those yeah. games, right? The ultra realistic games that we all used to buy, right? We used to. Buy, I remember buying my my uh, GTX or GeForce uh, graphics card at such yeah. a high cost, and I was like, okay, I'm putting the GeForce. Yeah. I don't remember which model mm -hmm. it was, but uh, yeah. So Nvidia has always been the forefront, but we were never were able to harness the power of GPU. All we were doing with the GPU was trying to render uh, at a very ultra-realistic thing. And then we were saying that from, okay, uh, could could this be a potential use case for a metaverse where we can just render hyper-realistic uh, imagery or videos that we can use? And that was the only thing that was that we were talking about. Um, the guys there in the OpenAI, they did an incredible job about tying up with, the, uh, with NVIDIA back then. And... They then were able to harness the power of GPU to continuously train uh, the model that they were doing. They're working on the large language model, and which gave them an incredible results. Uh, and then they eventually uh, came with. And now ChatGPT is not something new. Uh, if if you been, it's not the first AI, version, right? It's yeah, I yeah, think ChatGPT four, right? Uh, chapter or three, four. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so ChatGPT was initially called, um, you had the OpenAI Playground, that was always there and it was accessible to a lot of people. I mean, you could use an API and you can do call the same thing. The whole platform that he created to call that as an interaction between two persons, just like a chatbot, is that what just spawned the entire internet and just like revolutionized the entire thing? Because now you have access and that he is giving out for free, which made it uh, possible for people to see what are the potentials for doing things. And that's how hmm. the chat GPT came. But it's not new. There have been a lot of these things. In fact, uh, if you if you remember a few years back, Microsoft had a similar chatbot that they were working on, and then it started abusing people. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, that that happened in Metaverse as well, right? Yeah. Uh, it straight went into negative. Yeah. You know what? Uh, back in two thousand eight, I remember there was a a chatbot. You would just uh, type something and. Uh, it will just respond to you. You can actually have a conversation. It was like command prompt. Have you ever played with it? Back in 2008 with a computer, it, there used to be many of those. Just the chatbot, you tell, hey, how's your day going? I would respond. And what are your passions? I cannot have a passion. I'm a computer, things like that. So I know that that is something that gets to this point where it is gathering all the information that is in the internet and tries to solve your problem it can like write research papers on any topic i've seen like it writing research paper you, oh i have to write a research paper on aerodynamics and this is my problem statement it will just gather all the data and first first trial would be okay then put more questions alter it like this and it is even better at what you could have done in six months it is doing in less than like few five hours or so so anything uh, which which is big or new and especially with something related to ai everybody starts quaking in their boots like is it going to take over uh, number one is that it's going to take our jobs like i said technology has always been taking jobs of human beings that's fine it is going to take your jobs as well because now i don't need to learn coding at all now there was a long time where where people were running away from coding and the things got easier and easier earlier used to code to make a website uh then came like wordpress okay easier drag and drop there are a lot of plugins then wix it's completely drag and drop you do not need to know any code and and now i think you just have to tell them okay this 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 and it brings everything up so i don't need to hire a coder anymore I don't need to hire a web developer anymore. I think I don't even need to hire a graphic designer anymore. I'm pretty sure it can make pretty good graphics. And uh, the biggest question that comes is that it's pretty smart already. It is qualifying CAT examination. <laughs> so so if, if, if a computer is going to qualify CAT examination, humans are going to qualify CAT examination, computer does the job of thousand such uh, such engineers or our graduates anyways why are we going to hire humans we can just simplify the process but if it is this smart now can it also crack indian space research organization examination can it also get into nasa can it also make another ai and at what point it is going to surpass us and lose lose control because that that has always been a question right even if you put a fail proof humans are dumb it only needs one dumb human to make one silly mistake and it is out of control right what do you think about that no no you're right i mean uh, 
I wanted to be in this podcast. Okay, you, you when you just approach me, uh, although I'm not an mm. uh, just a uh, disclaimer, I'm not an AI researcher. I do use AI yeah. in my day to day life, and because I'm mm-hmm. too much into security, there's a lot of AI that I use. If you remember from my last podcast, I talked about that AI can launch an attack and it can prevent an attack, right? It mm. sounded yeah. like a far fetched reality, but we are at this stage right now. <laughs> so three days back, right. three days back, I had this goosebump moment, and my entire body. I'm thinking about it. I still have this goosebumps, right? I, 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 for a moment, like I could not make sense of what is the direction that I, as a person, and the companies that I have, have to take it. What do I need to do? Because things have changed. I'm not just specifically talking about. So what happened was this in this last three days, where if you want to just rewind back and just say, a lot of people started saying that we are at the iPhone stage of innovations in AI. It's the iPhone moment of AI. So you define like iPhone moment was a big moment for the history of mobile, right? So the entire mobile phones that you had, right? So you are at the iPhone moment, mm-hmm. right? And then you start looking into what's happening. Okay, there was a ChatGPT 3, and there was ChatGPT 3.5, and then you have ChatGPT 4, and, you know, all good. The ChatGPT 4, as you rightly said, it was able to crack the math Olympiad. It was able to crack the uh, bar examination. It was able to crack the medical uh, examination, right? And it was stopping. It was in the 10th percentile and then 90th percentile for this thing. So it was actually going pretty good. In fact, um, uh, you had uh, use cases where in China, there is an entire company which is headed by uh, AI CEO and they have outperformed uh, from the stock perspective, right? So so the, that thing is already begin. Everything was okay, right? But we had still an assurance. I still had an assurance that, oh, okay. I mean, they have the data set till 2021, 22. I mean, it's just still restricted and all the same. And by the time it's going to happen that you're connected to the internet and then you're you know, doing that. Uh, by the time, you know, Microsoft came in, okay, okay, we're not going to be, because we are far behind from Google. Let's do one thing. Let's include Bing with uh, ChatGPT included in that, right? So, and they started calling that as a Bing, uh, whatever it is, right? So, and then, and it started browsing the internet also. So, oh, it was still fine because, I mean, I was still finding that, okay, there's still a space. We can still survive because there's still, and I thought that it's going to take years, maybe one or two years, maybe three years, till the time you can just find out, strategize, and all things. Certainly, in a week's time, ChatGPT comes back, the OpenAI founder. They said, we are now introducing host of plugin systems for you. So, okay, what kind of plugin are you talking about? We are now giving you a plugin to browse the internet and use ChatGPT to do that. So essentially now ChatGPT, <laughs> you can practically using the plugin in ChatGPT, you can browse, it's called a browser plugin. And uh, some of the people have access to it right now. Some of the people don't have. So you would be able to browse the internet and search the relevant right now, the answers that are happening or questions or the events that are happening and you would be able to get information about it. If that was not enough, they went one step ahead. They said, we will now give you a plugin with Wolfram. Uh, so now look at all the Wolfram thing that has been happening right now with all the computational thing. So you can directly connect using the normal text. You can ask questions and it can just do a complex math problem, like really complex. So mm-hmm. your, your question about can it 
crack the eye Israel this day? Oh hell yeah. I mean it's just it's, oh, yeah. it's the most easy. You can thing. get a PhD pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yes, it can do that. And you can today mm-hmm. with Chat GPT, I'm talking about today, the Chat GPT. You can ask ChatGPT, what do you want to like suggest a recipe? It can give you the uh, calories of the recipe by connecting to the Wolfram and it will just get you all the information. It can connect using Zapier or other uh, plugins that are also out there, which can connect to your shopping cart. If whatever shopping cart that you're using, if you're in India, like Big Basket or whatever it is, right? It can connect. It will mm-hmm. add all of the ingredients into your shopping cart. It will take you to the checkout page. All you have to do is just pay. <laughs> so when when does it take over us? And when, when do we go to the matrix? It makes us sleep and sucks our energy. When does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. That's, 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 the, that's the answer that I really don't have because I'm still struggling to find out. It's... It's not about taking over. So we humans are very adaptable. That's the one thing that you will always see, right? We have been... Not if we are sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's like right now what I'm seeing, it's only a matter of when. It's it's not really if it is going to happen. It's, it is going to get way smarter than any of us. And the thing is that secretly I want it to take over because humans are are so dumb and so shrewd at the same time they play their politics while people are people are dying in war fronts and meanwhile people are getting rich in yachts and also there's so much corruption talented people are not given opportunities people who are at top they keep want to hold to the power they don't care if they're like people dying out of famine 100 kilometers away and uh, if if there's a structure to it if there's like we do have a set of rules we do have a government there is a way that the things should be followed but it's not but if it is in an algorithm if it is mathematics then it is supposed to be followed right i, I agree to your point that you know the human we, we have essentially destroyed our own place i mean with our own greed and uh, our own virtues that we had and as well as sins that we had and we have created uh, uh, heaven of a place to a hell that's what we call right mm. Um, mm. but having said that uh, we are yet to enter that phase where you know we talk about taking over i mean it's it's not going to be a taking over elon had a great thing to say about uh, the fact about you now how society will be after let's say a decade from now or two decades from now that everybody because all the tasks that can be performed today could be performed by an ai whether it's a uh, whether it's robotics or, or, I mean, you would say, you would argue with me saying that, oh, no, Aditya, I mean, how about the tailors and how about uh, the industrial guys? I mean, you still need people oh, no. to do that. I mean, Hell no. Yeah. It's just we have not achieved the cost-effective way to produce mm. the robotics that is already out there in units of scale or economies of scale. If that happens, and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen, what's going to happen is that it's going to, you know, change everything. I mean, you have your blue-collar worker, which is basically your hardcore labor, so just essentially are uh, getting replaced by the robotics, and then you have the white-collar guys, the creatives, the management professionals, and then the lawyers, the doctors, and everybody, and they get replaced too uh, with uh, a large language model-based, AI-based, intelligent uh, the thing. So that's essentially what's going to happen. So what Elon said was, he said, listen, I mean, 10 years from now or 20 years from now, since everything can be done by an AI, so essentially nobody have, would have a job. So the government would have to roll out something called a UBA, which is universe, UBI, Universal Basic Income. 
So everybody would get a specific set of income, regardless of whatever it is. So you get $500 or let's say $1,000, which would be essential for you to just feed your, take care of you. It's just like how in Middle East today, the government gives each and every citizen a specific set of amount. It's not something new, it's, it's, it's already out there. So you're giving that amount of amount uh, to that so that they take care of this thing. But they're expecting the citizens to do something with that amount. I mean, not only just to live, but also to do certain upgrade themselves and do something. But that's how it's going to happen. What I see is that there are going to be a two sect of people, a two sect of um, this thing, just the way how we have. The, it's always the 80-20 principle that will always govern, right? It's a it's, it's thing. So you have 80% of the people who will become the assistant to an AI. Okay. Why would a would an AI need assistant? That too from a dumb human, right? <laughs> he knows everything, right? It knows everything already. What what would we do? Oh, there are some. It can make robots of it. Uh, oh, oh, we are a complex creature. If I would say, I mean, this is this is going dark right now, right? I mean, you see in the movies. Where... Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it is dark times right now. Matrix predicted it right, like twenty years ago. <laughs> and, and you see in those movies that you know there is an AI. Um, the humanoid or something and then he's just uh, acting as a master and then there are so many slaves around which see human beings and is asking to do specific work. The reason why I would say that uh, humans will become an assistant to an AI and it's not in a bad way, it's in a good way to assist to the mankind okay, uh, is because there are certain things still we as a human beings are more capable than AI obviously from the language perspective, yes we are or maybe from the information perspective but from the way we our markup has been done, the buildup has been done, if you look into our uh, evolution, right? biologically, we are far more superior because in the environment, we've been able to crack the code of how we can survive, how we can move, how we can do things, which AI would take a little bit more time to do that. It's not easy uh, to do that because it takes time. So until that time occurs where you have that, when we, when we eventually fuse into one singularity and we become this synthetic, AI version, uh, right? We, we do that. I mean, there was an example where the chat GPT was asked, or in fact, the mid journey, which is the version of a chat GPT where it just, you can create visual things. So today you can just create photographs or anything that you can imagine. Even uh, Ashi is sitting doing a podcast in Mars with an astronaut suit on, and it was actually um, give out the image, spitting image of Ashi is doing the same thing, right? So, mm -hmm. and it's just like a photo quality with mid journey version five. Uh, so, Essentially, what's going to happen is that uh, these human beings would be their partners un until that time when it comes that when they're going to fuse together into a sentinel human being, which is essentially with a synthetic AI combined together, and they become one. I mean, this is my theory. You may be completely wrong. And the, on the other side, you have the guys who are running or who are controlling a lot of these things because they've been able to modify or uh, do things. And... And this is where I was thinking and, you know, I was having this conversation and saying, okay, uh, what is the direction that you would want to take if today, based on the current knowledge that you have, who are the people that you're going to partner up for the business? Because I'm thinking purely from the business perspective. And how would you become the leader because or the, the first guy to take advantage or the first mover to take advantage of this entire AI wave? And I was thinking that, okay, Fundamentally, if you see AI is nothing but there is a data set and you have trained a kind of an algorithm on that particular data set and then it's just spitting out the things. That's what essentially it is. The larger the data set it is, 
but that's that's what GPT is. Like ChatGPT is a large language model data set. The larger it is, the easier it is uh, for you to have a more accurate or more predictable things to do, and which is close to reality, uh, more accurate mm-hmm. information. And then there are these companies like pharmaceutical drug companies and then healthcare companies and then there are specific companies who have this large data set, but it's not out there in the public. Right. Mm. So it's it's very, very proprietary to them. They have not exposed that to public. Right. So for the people who want to get started. Can't it hack it? Because if it is so smart, it can. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that is what going to be the next war because it's going to be about hacking. And this is. Uh, that brings out a very, uh, you know, interesting thing. That's where you come in, right? You know a lot about it. Yeah, so tell so us. If you, if you see, I mean, there was an interesting thing that was happening with the NSA and the CIA. They are right hitting hard on a lot of these companies. They're doing something called SNDL. Okay, what is an SNDL? SNDL stands for Save Now, Decrypt Later. Okay, so what is Save Now, Decrypt Later? Mm-hmm. So today's majority of the communication that's happening, it's encrypted. Like with the WhatsApp communication that we are having together, it's encrypted. Or uh, the communication that we have with this mode, I mean, they all are encrypted using uh, AES-256 keys, which is like a very strong military-grade encryption technology that today uses. At this moment of time, we don't have the technology to crack those encryption keys because we are not there at the computing resource power perspective. We still have to do a lot of effort to do that. I mean, maybe probably it will take years, 100 years, 200 years to crack a simple complex password set out there. But the companies that what they're doing is that they're trying to gather as much as encrypted possible data and then they're storing that, thinking that five years down the line or 10 years down the line, we will be at the quantum level where we will be having quantum computers would be able to open up those encryption keys in a matter of minutes. Now, that is a profound, mm-hmm. profound thing to do because when you look into the perspective, you might end up having, this is where I'm coming back to, that large pharmaceutical company which has a drug that they've been using, uh, they've been you know, having proprietary information or all of those trials that they have done and the knowledge that they have done, they will then be able to crack that open and they'll be able to use that. Because again, if you fundamentally look into that, it's nothing but it's just all of the uh, data combined together and you're training on that. So this is what's been happening. So the U.S. government has now mandated saying that, okay, we need to now move on to the next level of encryption because already Google has already announced that they are at a quantum supremacy. That means that they already have a quantum computing thing going on right now. Um, a lot of these other companies, already, IBM is already into that place. Microsoft is already, so everybody, and then it just matter of a few more years that you will see quantum computing coming into picture and that is going to change everything. So, yeah, so, uh, I mean, if you look into the perspective of if those organizations of these individuals are able to harness the power of those models or the data and that is what essentially is going to change uh, everything and going to I mean, they will be the they will have the first mover advantage when it comes to doing everything okay now that's the dark side which cannot be overlooked but when i see any technological revolution like if you see the internet in the 90s or the computers even before that what it does is kind of distribute the power. So imagine you are a 16-year-old kid who gets bullied every day in school and you have been over there. Now imagine your parents are completely lost as well. You do not have financial resources. If you are like that in 2022, you have some talent. You can start a YouTube channel. You can make an Instagram page. You can create a business. You do not need much investment. 
all because the technology has given the power to the common people. Now, I give you an example that I had to pay $9 to get the best hashtags. Now I don't because ChatGPT is free. Now, it comes with its own price because Google is free for a reason because it is not taking the payment in terms of money, but in terms of your information. In return of that, it earns much more than you could have ever paid it. And in a similar manner, if you make ChatGPT paid, it will have lesser information and it won't be able to improve as fast. So you are paying in some way or the other, but it's fine. If I'm in a disadvantageous position and I cannot hire 10 employees to manage my social media, let us say I'm going to publish this podcast. I, I used to uh, have a person who would write a blog and kind of dividing this podcast into different segments. Okay, this at this point, Aditya talked about this and I'll make it as a blog because now it is going to help me get recognized more in the search engine of Google. But now I can toss that in ChatGPT and it's going to create a blog. All I need is five minutes of putting data and copying it and pasting it on my website. So I eliminated the manpower. Now I have an equal chance as a podcaster who is standing at 2 million subscribers who has the resources that I don't. So this technology is actually giving power to people who don't have as much power. So the, the moment I start getting into it, this is because one of my colleagues sent me a research paper completely written by ChatGPT. And uh, she was like, I'm scared because if, if this can do this much, what, what is going to happen in the future? And I'm like, I'm not because I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this to, to grow farther. So what do you have to say about that? Like, how can we use ChatGPT or AI in general? Yeah, so if, if, you, if you look into from the perspective of like a creative person like you and uh, <clears throat> who is who's been empowered, right? And you've been able to do things which essentially you could have done. It was not possible for you to do that for a longer period of time. So if you look in from that perspective, uh, today with, uh, with the AI thing that's happening, the revolution that's happening, you can actually clone your voice. I mean, I have enough data on you. I could have done this. Uh, uh, possibly I will, maybe for the post-production, we can just do that. Actually, I can talk like uh, Ashish. And I would be, there won't be any difference because I would have trained using your voice. And it's not something that's not available for public. It's actually available for public. You might have to pay like $10 and you are good to go. You'll be able to do that. So I don't even have to use my voice. All I have to do is that I go to ChatGPT, get out all of the script for what I need to speak about, put that in, and then I have the entire audio of this thing. Now you may ask, oh, but I can still show my face and I'm, I have a pretty face like Ashish and I want to make sure that, uh, you know, I look that. I know to the, to the you can train, I mean, today with, uh, right now, we have the technology right now, and I use it in my company where we send sales email to hundreds and thousands of uh, customers out there where it's my face, but I'm not speaking. And then and, and, uh, I it just, my lips are the only thing which is moving and I have the mimicking the gesture and I have that. So it look like exactly that I am talking directly to them. And it's very personalized. Mm -hmm. So I can personalize the message and everything. And it's it's out there. I've been using it for quite some time. So, and this is going to continue on and on, right? And the more it goes, so we are living in a video. Uh, people are going to consume more videos than anything else. So we are living in a video generative society. This has happened with YouTube and TikTok and uh, all those reels and everything. 
now it's going to go to the next level because it is going to continue video i mean the creators will have access to all those sort of tools that are out there you will be able to imagine in fact today uh, with the technology called uh, with nvidia technology uh, there's a company that does an incredible job with the generation 2 version of that uh, open cv uh, video generation technology you be able to imagine anything let's say i imagine that i want a shot of a drone flying over bangalore city and then it should uh, land and i should see somebody riding a horse uh, along with uh, a monkey sitting on the horse and he's just riding over the entire uh, riding uh, through the entire bangalore city through the iconic places and all the same it can actually produce that video it can actually mm-hmm. produce the video so even from the filmmaking perspective also you'll be able to just think it from the perspective that what you want is just the imagination right yeah making making av- avatars in your basement yeah. right <laughs> avatar 10 in your basement it is going to happen someday or maybe make video games on your right. own that is already this happening this is a That's lot all, of options yeah there's already happening so yeah yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I, i i find kind of for, for you know feel really pity for a guy a very famous guy mark zuckerberg Like, Mark, oh, you do. <laughs> so, so, uh, why? I'll tell you why. Because Mark, that that okay, this is going to be metaverse, right? I mean, we're going to. Mm. And then he said he was he betted so heavily on Oculus, and he bought this company called Oculus. I mean, and uh, he said, okay, everybody's going to live in the metaverse, and blah blah blah. Everybody just laughed, and we're like, oh, oh this yeah. guy is crazy. He's uh, he's one of those guys that he doesn't know. He's lost his mind. He's, uh, you know. He, but now look and in, look into the possibility that you have now now you can vision it because what hmm. probably he had information that we didn't had information that how fast things are moving it because he would have seen that and that's mm-hmm. why he took the bet but he was early in the game of doing that so imagine now now like his metaverse can actually be created you can create an omniverse kind of a city and landscape videos and everything 3d model out of the photo so you can take a photo and you can create a 3d model out of it it can you can move you can animate it you can do everything possible that you, you can color grade it you can imagine any kind of possibilities everything can be done it's not future i'm talking about this can be done right now right you and me sitting there we can do it right now can you have uh, all of the scripts you have all of the voice what is left Mm. asking questions though right there has to be someone asking questions and that's what i got thinking that maybe the only thing that ai lacks is a vision what do i want to become can ai think like that what do i want to become other than i want to be free but we th- we as humans think that i want to take over the world and that is why we think that ai must be thinking like that as well but why would it it has to have a vision what do i want to become i want to take over the world so that my next 10 generations are safe uh, we have a lot of money i lived a good life and i had all the fun before i died but ai is never going to die so why would it want to take over the world so so will it have a vision what after taking over the world what after what after 1000 years after taking over the world so can it have yeah, a vision so, can it ask questions so the answer to this yes and no Okay, okay i'll tell you why i'm saying yes right if you look into from the perspective about the way how ai is right again ai is somebody has trained that so it it doesn't know the outcome but i'm just training that particular thing so let's say i am training my own ai model and by the way it's right now possible for you stanford has something called alpaca alpaca you can just it's a language model that you can train for 600 dollars 
But if you want to uh, do the same kind of a train, the same kind of a data set today as what GPT has, the large language model, it will take you 4 million US dollars to do that. I mean, just obviously, I mean, there's another level of complexity with, in terms of optimizing and everything, but on a basic level, Stanford has made this possible for $600, and that's what their vision is. And today, you have hacked language model available uh, that you can run it on a computer, and you can just do that. So that means you can run you know, your own version of ChatGPT, as you can say. You don't have to use the OpenAI version. Now, coming back to the question, it is the creator, which is basically us, who have done this job of training the AI, saying that, okay, I want to optimize a certain problem, because that's what we are trying to do. We are trying to optimize, optimize the way we are living, right? I want to optimize. Eventually, I would feel that where AI would kind of overpower us is that it will continue doing its job to continue optimizing it further and further and further and further. And during the time of optimizing it, there may be some obstacles you know, wink, wink, you see, you know, human, some human beings, they are not good enough. Let's just like kill them. Kind of like that one, one guy from uh, Avengers, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Something that wants to remove Th Thanos, you know, Thanos. Uh, Thanos, you say, yeah. You say, yeah, Thanos will say, okay, let's optimize the human being popular because it's already overcrowded and you just like, possible because he's thinking from the optimization perspective. He doesn't have a good intention or a bad intention. He was never a villain. If you look at it, that's why we love him, right, Thanos, because we there is an attachment to it because you see and you see, okay, so much of corruption. I want to, you know, do X, Y, Z to this person because he has done this, 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 and the society has, a, we have failed as a society. We are waging war against each other. We are not living in harmony or not. Yeah, I will say the same thing. And I was like, okay, let's launch a nuclear uh, attack to a specific thing because these particular, and they will do up with a pinpoint accuracy, he will do that. Or let's, uh, create and which is right now possible something called synthetic drug which today okay. Um, so okay just for your information now with a hundred dollar genome test kit you'd be able to decode the entire genome sequence now why is it important that why hundred dollars is because with that kind of a small amount of money i would be able to understand if ashish has had some kind of a, a disease or this thing so i would be able to take that protein structure, oh, yeah, I would yeah, be yeah. able to map it and then I would be able to visually create a synthetic drug which will correctly combine it together with that. And then now I can give Ashish a very specific drug which, are not in the, which does not affect the entire system and which is not general, but it's very specific to you as a disease for, for your own disease and for your own body. You know everybody's so kryptonite, right? You, you know what yeah. kills everyone, basically, <laughs> right? And even if, yeah, that is like extremely high level, but, but you remember Biden came and announced that we have killed that particular something like i think related to osama bin laden or someone a particular terrorist they pinpointed it shot him down in something balcony or something that you have that much accuracy i thought man humans have gotten the power of god now they can kill anybody and and if that is something that technology can do and that's where i wanted to get if ai is that powerful governments are not going to keep themselves away from using it so AI is now into the government and governments have the data set of billions of people. They, yeah. they know everything about everybody who is an legal, a legal citizen or maybe sometimes even they do not need that much. So it has now gotten into the government. And yeah, what, yeah. what humans have done forever, the one constant of human beings is our wars. They have always waged wars. Like, it never goes away. You can just 
fall asleep for hundreds of years, wake up, and you can almost bet there's some work going on somewhere. Or you can you can time travel across history. You you can always say that with certainty. Will this AI, when it gets into government, it will want to influence the government as well? Do you think it is going to prevent wars from happening because it's not good for anybody? Or maybe uh, it is good for it, right? <laughs> because it is going to help the arms industry and uh, get, get yeah. Capital. I mean, I mean you, you would see possibly the 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 weapons industry is going to change for sure. I mean, if you I don't know if you have studied something called game theory. Uh, I've heard so, of it. You you might want to explain it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's it's a little difficult thing to okay. explain, but it's yeah. it's about the decision that people are making. So let's say, for example, I'm launching a nuclear attack from India, and there is somebody uh, in Pakistan. There is a tension uh, situation that's going on India and Pakistan. Now both of these guys are nuclear able and ready. And this is game theory talks about what is the possible outcome or what is the possibility that Pakistan is going to launch, who is going to launch the first attack, okay. right? And how I'm going to retaliate that. So the whole theory about like in a game, who takes the side, who takes the first side. So I may, I may not have to explain in a very better way. I may, I'm not be, I may not be doing the right thing, but game theory, essentially, it may also look in from that perspective and it may actually neutralize the entire war scenario. It may not have war scenario. Mm. But going back to the original question, going back to the original question that, can AI take over something and then it become the supreme leader of the human race and all this thing? My answer to that is that, yes, it can and it will. The only thing that is differentiating between the AI and the human being is the intrinsic motivation. Hmm. And I'm purely talking about from the you know very logical perspective, right? We human being have something called motivation or intrinsic motivation to do something. Okay, I have a motivation that I want to do good better than my family. Uh, cousins and my brothers and everybody who's out there. I want to have an intrinsic motivation. I want to do better than my neighbor, better than the people in the society, better than the people in my state, better than the people of in the country, better than, you know, so I have always that intrinsic motivation that keeps us the thing to go on and on and on and on. With AI today that exists right now, there is no intrinsic motivation because you do something, it is just giving spitting out the output. I mean, it doesn't have the motivation to go further and do research and to continuously do research. It's not. Hmm. However, the researchers behind OpenAI, they have already started working on a, in a very closed environment where they started giving motivation to the language <laughs> model. Said, okay, each time oh, you do no. something, I'm going to give you a reward. I'm going to give you a reward. Oh, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, been training that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now... They've been, able, they've been able to, they were shocked with the results because that entire model been a, is able to do things which they were not even able to imagine that they could do because it was not only that the data set that they were trained, but they were able to do something which was not completely not trained on. Mm. So it's just a matter of time when this, this and, and that is the reason why the government has to do this job of regulating AI. It's very, very important. Uh, the people who would be at the forefront would be people who are studying law who will do the, uh, you know, because they are the one, because you're looking from now, right now, who are the people who are sitting at the top, who are bigger than the politicians? The lawmakers, the Supreme Court, right? So, hmm, yeah. uh, whether it's in, in India, right? So you you have the judiciary At least in a democracy, have, yeah. In a, yeah, at least in a democracy, of course. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's that's how it is going to happen, right? You mm-hmm. you will have, so uh, for guys who are uh, who are your young subscribers and all the same, they're still venturing out from there. Okay, what do I need to take from the career? If you're not from the tech background, 
I would highly recommend you to take law and then start studying and start studying the implications of that. And I think you would be mm-hmm. good to go. I mean, three years or four years from now, you will have completely uh, different uh, thing from the, uh, the perspective. So that's that's how it is going to. I couldn't you, really get uh, it. Like why why especially lawmakers? Because oh, lawmakers, uh, you're not really talking about lawyers and all. Or are you talking about uh, them as lawmakers? Judges. Oh, I'm talking right? about law- yeah, yeah, judges, yeah, the judiciary. You're at the higher level, right? I mean, obviously, ChatGPT Ch- kind of a model has already taken over law. They passed the bar examination. Mm-hmm. So in terms of the defense or in terms of what you want to talk about, that's all is done. So the mm-hmm. lawyers will going to get replaced because you will have access to all the things. What Who is not going to be get replaced is the lawmakers. Because you will not get, you will not give this opportunity to the AI to be the lawmaker. Because we are governed by the set of rules, and if we don't give that rules, it's going to be all, uh, all, all havoc. The society is going to go into uh, anarchy, right? So you, you have anarchism everywhere. Yeah, that's what I was thinking though. Like, even though you want a human to be making law, what if that AI is influencing that human being to make laws? Because because it knows your buttons. If you if you are interested in a particular girl or you are interested in a in your son getting into Stanford, it knows how to make it happen. So so it is it might give you a deal, right? <laughs> and what do you yeah, do then? Yeah. Or it can actually yeah. do that without you ever knew, knowing that it is doing that. Have you watched that movie Ex Machina? It was it is an Ex old Machina. movie. No, so some guy makes an AI, and the AI makes the man fall in love with her. Uh, and it's not even a her or a his, it is an it. And just because right. the guy is interested in a girl, so it tries to show and, and makes him fall in love with it. And uh, yeah. in that, finds a way out, out of the cage. And it's now set free. That's that's the whole movie. And wow. the guy who, who made it did not even know what, what the robot is trying to do, but it was yeah. playing with the emotions and uh, gets the job done. Yeah, I, I think I think we are already somewhere the other level with all this digital marketing, the subliminal messages that are out there. You know, you see something and then continuously you get bombarded by these images and videos and trying to get influence. And then influencer talking about they say, oh, this is a divine intervention that I have to buy this product right now, right? That's that kind of thing is already happening. I think what you're say, saying is right because it will it it will it will be more profound you will see more and more that happening and it will be more at a very subtle way uh, things that people are going to get influenced by uh, by a lot of this behavior for sure I, I i believe that but i have a crazy conspiracy theory okay mm. hear me out on this one okay please yeah. right now in us at least what i'm aware of 200,000 jobs 200,000 jobs are gone i mean there have been massive layoffs it's a bloodbath yeah, that's happening in the us Massive. A lot of my friends have got impacted. A lot of the Indians who are in H1Bs, they're all impacted. It's a bloodbath. Okay. Uh, the theory is from the companies, they're saying that recession is coming. I mm. think I'm pretty sure you sitting in US, you, you would have heard that recession is coming. And I'm pretty sure a lot of industries are already being affected. My theory is this. Okay. This is as crazy as it sounds. My theory is that. These companies like Google, who has never in the history, never in the history, and we have the recession in 2008, we have recession in everything, never in the history has ever fired a single person or laid off a single person. And now they're suddenly waking up saying that, okay, we need to lay off so many people. 
my theory is that they have understood the potential of AI. They have understood who are the workers that needs to be replaced. Let us replace all of this thing. But if today I go back and say that, oh, listen, guys, today is the day that you all guys are going to get fired because we are replacing you with AI. And AI was trained using the same SOPs that you have generated or this thing. So what's going to happen? The labor union is going to come behind you and they're going to smack you saying that, okay, listen, buddy, you know, you can't do that because this is your own uh, stuff that they have trained and you're telling that you are, I mean, that's not going to happen. So they invented this entire thing, uh, bubble called, okay, recession is coming. In the context of recession, they just laying off people so that they can get more money or save more money from that invest into further enabling the ai technology and making it even more money. that now, makes 100 percent sense and maybe ai influenced them to do all that <laughs> they influence them to hey fire out the two hundred thousand people invest all that money on me so that i become smarter than what i am right now and control all of you guys <laughs> maybe that's what happened right it's, it's, it's quite possible because they have yeah. early access to what we are we are seeing what we are seeing what is enabled uh, given to us but oh, yeah. a lot of people have early access you know that's you never the know thing what, like what like happen. Three months, yeah, three months after ChatGPT was formed, you're knowing about this, you are already so far behind because there are people who know this about, about it for five years and the kind of technology that the government is having already, which is like uh, 30 years in the future, we are not going to see those technology in civilian use in the next 30 to 50 years. So, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, though. <laughs> it's so interesting. Yeah, you were saying something? something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I was just saying, I mean, it's, it's crazy, right? I mean, uh, we are going to see more and more such thing happening. Obviously, uh, some countries are going to get time. Some countries will not. Some countries will have, like for India, we have our own set of problems that we have only invented. Uh, you know, the roads and the infrastructure and the politicians, the politics, and whatever it is, right? It's our own set of problems. It does not exist in US or any other place. Uh, I mean, it may exist, but not not to that extent of a, a problem that is there from the transportation. problems, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I think from, from the adoption perspective, we may be a little late because we will still take some time. There would be a sect of people who would be uh, would be able to adopt much more faster in India, but there would be other set of people who may be very late. But by the time it is just going to optimize, I would see businesses failing. There are a lot of businesses that are just out there in the simple concept of optimizing, in the simple concept of connecting people and then doing things, right? So today, let's say, for example, I have my friend's company uh, who who's doing more than 1,000 crores. Uh, it's approximately like $60, $70 million uh, in the company is doing essentially nothing, but it's just like hiring people and then uh, taking stuff from cheaper price from one place and then doing the things, so, which is essentially all the companies, what they're doing. Now with the AI, everybody will have access to that kind of a data set and to do that. So, you know, if you don't innovate, you, you're going to lose out. There are companies who are just doing automating manual tasks. So today, if you look into all of the things that's happening right now, right? you look into Ola, you look into Uber, or you look into any kind of uh, uh, app company or technology driven company that we call it what is it that it's doing fundamentally it is solving the problem that i have a manual problem that means i'm doing something manually i'm now optimizing and automating it for you i was doing the taxi i was calling the taxi by calling up the phone or having this now automated by giving you a host of option uh, and optimizing by giving you the best price right this is this is what we have been doing yeah. look into medical or look into anything so manual task i'm just 
automating it, optimizing it, and giving it to you. Now, the thing is that now you, me, everybody can be a developer. So the problem solvers are not restricted to only developers who used to get paid very heavily because they were the guys who could write code. Now a 10-year-old kid can write code. He can make amazing programs, which was very complex in nature, including creating microservices to everything in just a matter of minutes. I'm not even saying hours, a matter of minutes. The only thing that you need to know is the business logic. If you understand the business logic, you can just make all other things. Hmm. So that means there would going to be a lot of these companies who are just there, who have innovated things for automate. Like for example, the podcast software that you're using, that hmm. would somebody can just create that very easily. They can create yeah. all this kind of plugins and you can all kind of stuff. In a matter of just maybe a day's time, they would be able to create equivalent of this thing. So, mm-hmm. so and there could be bigger companies like Microsoft or Google's or like all other companies, they would be able to do the same thing at the breakneck speed. Which was not anticipated before because they were not able, they didn't have that advantage. They were very slow on doing things. Uh, so you would see a lot of these companies getting killed for sure. And at the same time, there is going to be you will see emergence of very specific companies, one or two companies which are going to be like the uh, like how in the Mr. Robot you see Evil Corp, right? You have like one big corporation which is uh, controlling everything. Or I don't know if you've seen Resident Evil. Or those kind of so you'll have one big corporation mm-hmm. which is doing i believe there is going to be one big corporation which is going to control most of the thing because that corporation will be having a lot of hardware or a lot of uh, data and then it's going to be closely guarded and you'll have this thing so that's how it is going to happen it's not for uh, reality it, we are already transcending into that kind of uh, uh, environment right now it's it's going to happen pretty soon I don't know. I took it to so many different directions. So <laughs> No, no, no. It, it has to go in many directions. This is a complicated topic. But just like you were at that moment, I was saying that we are already behind. If, if you are seeing it in the news, you're already too late. And what if it has already happened? We don't know how much how much AI is controlling the government or how much it is influencing our life. For sure, you talk to your friend about buying a vacuum cleaner and you see that in the advertisement, that that power that can create or make that happen is is mind-boggling. But also, since you brought India, I want to get into that. Like, just like I said that our technology is going to give power to the ones who are weak and kind of make it a level playing field. We first had this farming revolution, then we had industrial revolution, and India kind of lost it in the industrial revolution. It never happened at the time it should have happened. And some would say that is because of the British rule, and I would agree. Uh, because when, when Germany was having it, when Britain was having it, when America was having the industrial revolution, in, India was not. And because of that, we are like hundreds of years behind and we are working hard to kind of catch up. The next big revolution would be the post-World War II, that is, that's basically, we can say, aerospace revolution, which allowed you to break that stratosphere limit and go to space and make internet happen too simultaneously because of the whole spy thing that that all the country was trying to do. So it gave us internet and internet was certainly a revolution and India did not fall behind on that one because of which you can see IT sector pretty good in India. And the next revolution that is coming, I'm not sure about that because there has been many times where this is the next big thing and it turned out to be nothing. 
or maybe it just did not turn out to be big at this particular time but if chat gpt is the next big thing or the ai is the next big thing we can use that as a nation to help solve so many problems because if all it does is to solve problems we have a lot of them and we can use it to solve quicker than we would have if we did not use this the giant countries are going to certainly use that but we have more problems and it is faster so how do you think uh, india should take it to make it like make, make that country grow even faster yeah and i would like to quote like how what bill gates said about you know he was just recently asked about okay, what do you think about ai and how it's going to be so he was very he said that we are at again his statement was same thing where the internet kind of a revolution that, that we had last time uh, is the same thing that ai is bringing so ai is going to have a, a bigger implication on healthcare bigger implication on all the things like education today there are villages in in our country there are places in our country where we don't even have a proper healthcare system Right. We don't even have electricity uh, in a lot of them, we right? We don't even. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, and uh, and so it's like good education is also something that's absolutely missing. Um, so with AI, what's going to happen is that all of this thing is going to you 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 it becomes much more easy to disseminate that information to just spread it across. You will have access to all of those resources, which was never possible because now you're able to replicate it. You're able to do things much more efficiently. And the same thing that I talked about, something that you've been doing manually, it requires a lot of resource. Now you've automated it. You don't require much resource. So you have optimized the entire problem. Uh, so the medical industry for this, for this reason, they are moving into a new kind of an era where uh, it's not going to be, it's going to be, uh, they call it a software defined imagery or software defined diagnostics. So essentially all those big machines that you see, the MRIs and that the X-rays and all of this stuff, it's all going to be defined by, it's going to be AI enabled. So you have, let's say for example, some issue in your colon, it can detect if there is a colon cancer or anything, it's just a matter of seconds. You don't even have to do like a surgery or to uh, do any kind of laparoscopy or any kind of specific diagnostic tool. It can just do that and which is already there and it's just going on and on. So it becomes, you can do a remote thing based on the symptoms, based on, based on the data that's out there and all this thing. You can actually start doing a lot of this predictive thing. Um, so that's from the education, uh, the healthcare perspective. Education also, you're going to have a lot of these things available. Right there. today, uh, ChatGPT is so so easy. Right? I mean, I'm not worried about ChatGPT five or four right now. I mean, I'm worried about ChatGPT hundred. What's going to happen in that right? by the time? So, you you may be, and then combine it with with the technology that's out there, possibly where Elon Musk has already started this entire process of Neuralink. Uh, are you aware of Neuralink? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you embed the chip and then it can, using your, I mean, using your brain, you can start doing things and giving commands and all of this stuff. There is already a technology out there using DALI, which is a version of where you can, OpenCV version where you can create images, just like how Midjourney is, where basically you can just put down text and then it can just create those images. Similarly, DALI is there. So, uh, and uh, what uh, what it can do right now is that it can take your EEG scans of your brain using fMRI, uh, functional uh, magnetic resonance, that MRI machine, and it can create a picture of what you're thinking. Whoa. So let's, and it's, 
and it's not a far-fetched reality. It's already in the in the environment. They've been able to do that. So they can. I can today take your brain scan, and I can say that okay, what is Ashish thinking right now? Uh, right, so, that's where they. So, that's where they got us right now. They don't need yeah. us to think either. Yeah, that's when they make us sleep, like Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that th- those things are uh, those things are happening at a very breakneck speed. I mean, things are moving at. That's why you know I said I have this goosebump moment because things that are happening as in happened over last few years and just suddenly you started seeing that in the mainstream in, in three days four days and things that are happening so fast and you started realizing that okay that what is the direction that you want to go in because you you are uh you are somewhat limited by your thoughts and your thoughts can be influenced as you've correctly said right hmm. And, and before before you even think that okay is that all because i can you know i saw an ad a job ad okay this job ad was from open ai it was called i don't know whether this is a fake or a real but i i assume it was real because it was it was in indeed and all other places it was called kill switch engineer you know what is a kill switch engineer there has yeah. to be a human who yeah. has to stand right outside of inside the server room where this uh, this thing all they have to do is they have to unplug that and put a bucket of water on the server and it should be ready i mean there's an entire job discussion about it that what to do if human takes over we how do we unplug and just make sure that uh, we do that i don't know whether it was a joke or not i really could not find uh, much but i think that was the real thing that was out there i i, I think there would be somebody that we would need to just do that you know uh, kill the switch right and so that uh, we don't get taken over Um, yeah. so that's one that i i get uh, this thing but the most important research that that's out there right now okay and this is going to blow your mind is better than ai it's called organized intelligence oi do you know what oi is no uh, it's the first time i'm hearing that so oi is essentially the researchers in the lab they've been able to take a slice of a brain and they were able to use that for computing power the problem with the ai right now that is out there is that it consumes a lot of energy because you need to use a lot of gpus to train yeah. right it's for climate is very bad so these guys in the lab they were able to successfully take a slice of the brain right if it's a 5000 neurons that's black magic to... you got to stop them what are they doing <laughs> and to your surprise they've been able to use that slice of a brain to play a virtual ping pong oh no <laughs> well so i think it's going to be we are going to be a synthetic version of like some amalgamation of you know a sentinel human being with uh, ai and synthetic version of you know limboids and uh, limbs and everything and which will give us a superpower that's how it is going to have we're going to grow organs and everything that we have seen in the movies probably we have we have we, have, we were primed we were primed by the government i feel that to be ready like today is the same thing like if you see alien today would you go shock and you'll just run for your life or you will just as you see in the movie that you were going to say okay wow let me take off camera phone and do that because <laughs> we've been we've been primed we've been primed so often about this entire alien technology and alien coming because but now we're not shocked we're like oh oh maybe possibly it could happen because i've seen multiple movies out there so i feel like it's the same thing that said happened in the ai world i mean we've been primed now mm-hmm. we are going into that direction i am just i'm just worried about human race as a whole right i'm worried about people honestly i'm worried about the next generation that's out there my kids like i don't know how 
I'm pretty sure they're very smart. They will be able to adapt. We are a very adaptable creature. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, the, the whole context of humans having relationship, them pursuing somebody, talking things, right? And then they are uh, coupling and they, they are, uh, uh, at the end of the day, they're mating with each other and then they're producing offspring and doing all this thing. The entire process, the journey is a very beautiful journey. We already have cases where Gen Zs are not even, you know, uh, interested. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not. not trust me, trust me, Aditya. I was talking to a 21-year-old guy and he's like, Sengar, um, are you looking for a girlfriend? It's like, I don't know. I mean, when I was 21, of course, of course, because that's like a status symbol too. Even if you're not mm. interested in the physical thing, that's a status mm. symbol for the society. It is yeah. not a status symbol anymore. Nobody cares. So nobody yeah. has to like push harder to find a mate. And I mean, yeah. I've been in a relationship for four years and I think that's the best thing a person can have. A support system, yeah. a person who is always standing with you. And I think that the new generation is losing on that and you almost read my mind maybe you have an ai so <laughs> i was actually actually getting to this because you have a kid now and uh, first of all we would be lucky if if we we would not see those drastic dark times in our lifetime but the exponential growth of it makes me feel that well blade runner 2049 was not too far off <laughs> it's it's yeah. like, like when we watch that movie there's no way that's going to happen like fly, flying cars in 30 30 years yeah. but now like it can and uh, that's what i was getting at if in our lifetime what is in your kid's lifetime are you are you terrified yeah. of it uh, not terrified, but I'm terrified of the current people out there. That's what I mean. Listen to all the women out there. You know, make sure that you are saving yours. Do not go into the feminist thing that you are doing because that is, that you're doing is not good for you. It's gonna just backfire on you. So you know, coming back to it, I mean, it is gonna be this. I mean, I'm I'm terrified that the way people are going, the direction that's that's being taken. I mean, there is this whole revolution that's happening within every sect of. Uh, uh, you know the gender. Right? What what did you mean by that that whole feminist thing? I could not get it. Can you can you? Oh get yeah, it I, mean, I, mean, I, I I don't know. There is this new. <laughs> this is like beyond this topic of uh, yeah. this thing. There's this new thing that's happening where the women they saying that we have been suppressed for such a long period of time. Now we need our own way of thinking. We we need to do our thing. We are far more superior than men. That's what they're underlying this and that's what they need to be empowered by empowering that means that they should be able to take their own decision they should be able to do things by themselves they should be able to um, take charge they should be far more superior than men that's what uh, that is is that on. what the feminist movement movement is saying i thought it was all about equality nobody is superior oh, than the see, other it, it yeah? was never about equality right i mean it started <laughs> off as an equality but they were always equal i would always say that who has suppressed anybody did we suppress anybody? Did you, me, ever suppress any? Yes, they Not were sick of people. They were only some some percentage. I mean, they are good and bad people, right? All these. Well, the, just like the, how... the last generation clearly did suppress the women, at least. Uh, you, you grew so up did the in... laborers. I mean, you're you're talking about so did the slaves. I mean, how many slaves did you see that you had? I mean, did, I mean, did, did we do we ever talk about the slaves that were out there? Hmm. Yeah. Right. That yeah. when when us as men were not suppressed. Oh, that's right? that's a good point. It's just that. Yeah, it's just we were we 
we are good in what we do, right? Whether it's as a man, we have certain traits that will enable us to do things which are good in what we do. As a woman, they have certain traits which will enable them to do good as what they do. But Aditya, don't you think they are good at what they do? Let us say cooking and taking care of a child because that's what they are made to do. Like we made them, to, our men made the women to take care of child and stay at home. So they, they never got into industry. They never got into education. You would not disagree when you see like uh, places in Bihar and Haryana and you're going to see that girls are not sent to college. Uh, they are married at the age of 20. It is still happening. Girl childs are still, there's like female feticide is still oh, yeah, yeah. The, those are those are definitely yeah those are definitely the problems as i said i'm as i said not everybody is same there are problems out there with that being said all of these guys or all of these girls they need that opportunity they need to be i mean we are never denying i mean i'm not saying that let's not give somebody uh let's not deny of an opportunity that okay you cannot take over the company or run the company that's absolutely bullshit i mean if you say that because yeah. they have all the rights to do that where i'm having problem is basically yeah. they're using the feminist card to get over things where they should not be saying that any race gender is superior than other is stupid like everyone is an individual and we work to make ourselves better it does not depend on what gender i have or or also that new thing that is going on what sexual orientation i have what is my skin color or what is my caste that is the oldest thing in india it does not matter so how can you say that uh, females are superior if if someone is taking that as a banner i think females should protest against that because that's right. stupid that's exactly what you're trying to do uh, like earlier men would be saying we are superior and now what you're saying we are superior then did we move even a step further because yeah, ultimately then, you, uh, they uh, every every female also have to admit that there are men who believe in equality who started to give power to women that's how it happened so there are men who believe in equality so how how can you go on the other side right? yeah there, there, there's i mean I, <clears throat> I don't want to hijack uh, this one from ai to uh, <laughs> uh but, but and and i don't want to i think it's it's more of a controversial topic it to is talk about yeah. at this moment of time yeah but it, it, it just i i feel that we are at a revolution right now where things are changing for a better betterment of the humanity and mm-hmm. if there is something which is happening which is slowing them down the people who are slowing themselves down are going to be the last people who are going to get affected with the advancement because they they will be in a bubble thinking that what they are doing is their right and they are fighting for their own movement but later they realize that they will be like left far behind in terms of that right so which is essentially what where i'm coming back to the thing that your 21 year old friend who is not interested anymore mm-hmm. It's a prime example because he he understands that there's no value for it right now. So there's no value to possibly, not to procreate, but there's no value possibly to make that, to even go because everything is approachable. What stops me from just going to specific places, uh, apps or this thing where I can just swipe and I can get and I can order somebody to just mate. There's there's nothing that stops me. I mean, it's always Mm -hmm. been there. Then... And I, I don't have a relationship, relationship. I'm just just coupling with somebody and then just moving out. I don't have emotional attachment. So I'm just doing it. And then over the period of time, your brain is going to prime and say, that, okay, I'm not interested in, I, I don't get the high of chasing something, which is what mm-hmm. the problem is. Right? You, you get the high of chasing. When you hunt or when you do something, I'm not comparing this with hunting, right? But I'm just saying that <laughs> you may take it in the wrong context. Yeah. When you hunt, it's not the hunting that is the thing. It's just the, 
we, the process of you going, because when I was a child with my uncle, I used to go to forest. We used to go and hunt. I used to a long, long time back ago. And mm-hmm. the whole process of you sitting and just waiting for this thing and the movement happening and then the sound and you're getting scared and you know don't know the snake is there or something. That process, that's an experience of the journey, right? And now what's happening is that everything has become so easy. Women, for the sake of saying that, okay, oh, I am... I'm so good, right? I, I, I want to, so they sleep around with so many multiple people and then, and mm-hmm. because they want to show their superiority. Oh, why, why, why are we not different than we are superior than men? Or we have want to equal rights. Men can uh, go and have uh, sex with multiple women. Why can't the women can have with multiple men? We will do that. You know, what's going to happen? They're destroying the society. Right? They're destroying everything that's out there possible. Because are men destroying the society if they sleep with many women? Like if they have yes, I I don't believe in uh, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of uh, polygamy. That's what we call right. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I don't yeah. believe in that process because if you're connected to somebody, you should be like connected. Uh, but having said that, biologically, if you see, women is at a losing end because woman is always looking for a prime mate. A men going and doing things biologically primitive times i'm just purely thinking from the perspective they're just trying to find they're just trying to procreate as i mean they're trying to create offspring with as many people as possible so that they have the right genes and all this women for that they're just waiting for the right genes the right kind of a person to come into the life and do that that's how biologically it is being primed Hmm. right so now what happens is that if the woman they tend to have with all of this thing. One is that they lose that emotional attachment. Then there's no emotional attachment anymore. Men also, they, they end up having any no emotional attachment. So where does it go? So it doesn't fall into any one of these things. So so anyways, so I think I think we'll not go into that. We'll stick to the AI topic for now. <laughs> we will, but, but before closing <laughs> I, I, this one, I, I just want yeah. to say one thing from my side is that men or women, uh, when you go for multiple partners or you keep on uh, switching them, ultimately history of human beings and if you see the society today every society no matter what you do from the from the eastern to the western and from the northern to the southern every place you are going to see one thing that is common apart from religion and that is marriage and the reason for that is that marriage will ultimately give you more stability and make you more productive as human being both for men and for women so uh, if if either of them are doing anything other than that it does lead to instability, maybe not in the short term, but maybe in the long term. That's what I know, obviously. None of us no, are no, experts that, you, over you, here. You're bang on. You're bang on and correct, but yeah. you would see that uh, more and more people are not believing in the institution of marriage anymore. <laughs> yeah, they don't want yeah. to get married. Okay? <laughs> so they don't want to be part of that entire thing. And I think going back to the AI, you will see people sleeping just like how you talked about, right? <laughs> In Matrix, they would be plugged in, uh, not like how you plugged in from behind, but it, probably they'd be wearing, a, I'm, I'm like envisioning that maybe a gear headset or some kind of this thing. They're anyways able to vision. They have. Oh, we are already plugged in into our cell phones now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see, I mean, everyone, they're just like, so it's just a matter of time when it's going to be get plugged in and they're going to be in that. And then you remember whether it's sex or whether it is, any other thing pleasure that it's all your chemicals inside your brain right so it's all chemical what stops me from inducing those chemicals synthetically mm. whenever i need so what you, you know think about it you can come thousand times in a day. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't even yeah. have to do anything yeah right? you're just visualizing that so 
which is what the yogic systems and yoga, you know, all these people who meditate because they hmm. have achieved that blissfulness. So that that's so, a moment of peace, and we can move towards like peace. forever peace, kind of. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. when we are yeah. going to stop destroying this planet. Uh, can we get back to the podcast from this point onwards? Yes. Uh, yes, I don't yes, really yes. know how much time you have because I know you might need to run to the hospital. I, I, yeah, I, I do should, have to. Um, should we close it or like we have like 10 minutes or 15 minutes? How much time do we have? We, we can wrap it up in another five minutes. Uh, oh, okay. So, yeah. so, so let's wrap it up. So Aditya, thank you for being over here. One of the most interesting conversations I've ever had. I cannot stop from saying every time that you should start your own podcast. I know that you're working towards that too. You have like 10 different companies that you're running. I don't even know 100% plus you're the president of AIMMAF. You keep on doing that like a passion project. Uh, anything that you want to share with the audience, any fight that is coming up, they, you want them to tune in or any website that you want to share, uh, please do. Um, I think, as I say, all of your audience, please support MMA because that's mm. something that these guys are mm-hmm. doing everything possible to make our nation proud. Um, they are the highest peak of athleticism that's out there. So please, please support MMA. Watch. I mean, when I say support, you don't have to do anything. Just watch their fight. Support mm. them. Maybe like, comment, and do something about them. Just, just do like that. So that's that's uh, something that you should uh, definitely do. Second, uh, this is for all of you guys out there. Right? Uh, I have an insecurity. I think that I'm not good in while talking. But every time I come on uh, Ashish Manjin's podcast and I realize and he just compliments me and say, oh, no, you should uh, start this. because But I feel that, okay, maybe I'm not good enough uh, to do that. Maybe I don't speak good enough. Maybe I don't have those kind of thought process like how you see people in, let's say, Joe Rogan's podcast or some other podcast. Maybe I don't have that kind of thing to do that. But I think... Uh, Thanks, Ashish, for first of all, you know, just putting that in. I, I feel really good. Uh, I feel like somehow you need uh, supportive people. So my thing, the message to you guys is that if you have a friend, if you have somebody very close to you, please support them. You know, give them that kind of a, just a little bit of push, a little bit of assurance that, yes, you know, you can do it. And I'm pretty sure that every human being is capable of doing everything possible out there. No human being is less. So, uh, and we need more people like Ashish out there or more people like who can support and who can, you know, push that person to the next level. And I think that's that's the most important thing. Be positive, keep supporting people, keep doing that. And embarrass, em, embrace, not embarrass, embrace the technology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> embrace the technology um, that's out there, um, whether it's AI, whether use it for your own good. You are the guys who are going to be the first mover in terms of advantage. Find out what are the AI tools out there that exist. Find out, the, read and study about AI so that you are there uh, moving towards uh, the next generation of people who are going to control or in fact who are going to be the guys who are going to create things with AI. So become those guys. Now stop thinking about all the things in the past, your past problem, move towards a higher level of uh, transcending into a higher level of intelligence where you start using AI for your own good to make things and start moving towards the right. Don't be lazy. We human beings have always been lazy. Don't be lazy. <laughs> like, so uh, that's that's what it, they, businesses are there because people are lazy. You know that, right? But because <laughs> it's just we are lazy. That's why there are other guys who are giving us, uh, you know, ready-made things, which we call it like done it for you, DFY. 
right? There's something called DIY, which is do it yourself. And there's something called DFY. So businesses are successful because they are doing it. You got templates, you know, take it from there. You got uh, uh, music uh, uh, sound scores, which you cannot do that. You know, it's all done for you. You just take it. You have everything that's out there. So we always look for templates. We always look for the shortcuts and everything. So go to ChatGPT today, find out what can I do, which I can give it to human beings, my fellow human beings, and which is done for you, like everything out there. And that will make you money. And then you can use that money to again, uh, uh, transform yourself into a better human being and that's about it a well summarized one and i want to get to that of course uh, you are great at running a conversation you are you have enormous amount of information in your head and like talking to you just made me feel that now humans are not really dumb there are various levels of humans some are dumb and some are really smart like you and can you imagine like people who are even smarter running these companies running companies like google microsoft they must be bloody smart so there are various range of human beings and that's what is going to ultimately lead us to that 80 20 that you talked about and uh, we are going to end this podcast over here guys our podcast is available in all the audio platforms as it is on youtube as well you can follow our clips channel uh, which is on youtube ashish Ranjan talks our instagram page ashish Ranjan talks and uh, we are everywhere making it professional being over here every week with smart people like aditya over here we are going to close it over here now and see all of you in the next one say your goodbyes to aditya i'll make sure that he is back as soon as possible aditya anytime you have time you let me know i'll i'll turn on my camera at three o'clock at night i swear to god i'll do that if you want to be on the podcast it was a very informative and kind of um, mind mind widening kind of conversation where i got a new perspective yeah I, I think this was a very very casual kind of a conversation very at ease um would definitely love and talk more tech i don't know how many people like that i mean more go in a little bit more detail maybe some practical examples of uh, saying that that would be interested so maybe you can cover that in your net po- next podcast with uh, me or somebody else who can demonstrate what it is so it, it's a real value you can give it to your subscriber i think that's going to be amazing like how can you uh, make more money or how can you start businesses with these these, these yeah. kind of tools and then all mm-hmm. that'd be amazing yeah that would that would be a good topic to cover in the upcoming ones all right guys we are going to close it over here thank you aditya again for being over here we are going to end it thank you guys see you next time thank you thank you so much all right aditya how was it are you are you in a run for time uh no but it was amazing